Anyway, during you know, but I'll only make your notes or something. That's the introduction from Gang Guys. Welcome to the Fifth Sense Podcast. It's Gaddy K. Hey guys, it's Mr. Gaddy K here. So, <laughs> we are going to do a podcast on education, guys. We discussed it last week briefly, and we were going to discuss it on university. Um, but then we just thought, why not just do it on education as a whole? We have Nathan Brunskill, Ganesh Carey, and Paz Frey. Good afternoon. I know, I've not heard that far. I always say good afternoon. Even in the mornings, I say good afternoon. You did actually it, last, last week. I always say good afternoon. Because I'm not used to it. Yeah, yeah. You are. It's <laughs> never seen a morning. <laughs> so, guys, the topic today is obviously education. We're, we're going to talk. We all have some different opinions on education, where it should go, what they want to do. So, like, my personal opinion is I would say I had a relatively good education. Um, and I'm really big that I want my kids to all go to grammar school probably or go to some sort of high institute in terms of education. I really believe in it. Uh, whether that be reading themselves, self-education, whether that be finding different courses to go on or it could be education in terms of audiobooks or listening to podcasts like this one or it could just be going away, you know, travelling for six months and finding themselves. So, Nath, talk us through your education and what you believe education is and what's important. So... I think I had a decent education. I don't think I was the most, the brightest of kids, but I definitely tried for things that I had a passion in. So I think it. I think the argument is you got to find a passion in something, and if you do find that passion, I do kind of agree with pushing yourself for that education. But overall, like education-wise, it helps, but. I'm just not a big fan of it all. I, honestly, I only started to love like education and educating myself until I got to about college and uni when it was something that I was passionate about. That's interesting. Yeah. That's good. good view on it. And I, I think I've got some similar views to you, so it'd be good to discuss it. Gan, your views on education, your education, brief history on it and whatnot. So, no, I, I'm similar with Nath where the fact... I had a really bad like education mm-hmm. in terms of my the education wasn't bad, but my experience of it was bad. Okay. I don't think any of the teachers were particularly bad. I just think I just hadn't grown up enough to know to get the hard work done, get my work done. But I started probably educating myself a bit more when I started work for the first time. So I was eighteen and I thought this is when I wanna do either like diplomas or things like that that can actually help me with a job. Whereas before None of the things I did ever helps with anything I was doing. Um, and I will probably touch on something I'm going to be doing in uh, a role that I'm going to be starting in a couple of months' time. So Awesome. Frazzle? So, for me, I, I loved my education. Obviously, I'm still in it, unlike 
You three, yeah. all old men out, out of education. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, wow. <laughs> so for me, I, I, I obviously, as we said, grammar school educated up till sixteen, and then I left there and then went to Mysco. Um, lived at Mysco and then straight on to uni straight after that. So, but for me, I feel that I. Enjoyed school, but I didn't enjoy doing the school work, mm. if you get what I mean. Like, yeah. I enjoyed yeah. being with my mates and playing. You, you love the sports, sports. Side, you yeah, about exactly. It. I, I did it 24 7. Like, you were at a good school to yeah, do sport. You're yeah. a cricket Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> does that make it good? Well, but um, so yeah, so I enjoyed that bit. It's only really now. That I'm thinking that it is. I do now enjoy actually learning and yeah. I reading. You, like, speaking stuff. to you though, I don't think you enjoy your course you're on now, though. You. I, so that'll be interesting to talk about. You enjoy elements of it. I enjoy elements, enjoy but I don't enjoy it wholly. As like I go, I go into some lessons think I don't want to do this, mm. but I go into other lessons think oh, I can't wait to do this. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. practical stuff like that. I love because I'm very. I learn through doing things. Like, if if I have someone just reading to me, oh, I'd fall yeah, asleep. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm actually out doing things, yeah. then I learn so much better. So I feel like the course that I'm on now helps me with that because we do do quite a bit of practical work. So that's just obviously a different think, element for I me. I think that's important to raise because different learning styles, like we've all got different learning styles. Yeah, 100%. And if you have a teacher that doesn't cater for all that, and that is yeah. maybe like just speaking to you all the time yeah. is it are, you, is, are they going to get the most out of the class probably not no i mean like i know nave spoke about to me about going back to university and doing his masters and like we, we had the very honest conversation about maybe get some experience first yeah keep your options open you know maybe apply but defer it for a year mm-hmm. so it's great that he still wants to do education and i think you should always be looking to educate yourself i yeah. think whether that like i said before it could be a podcast or an audio book you know phrases looking like at my book in my office like he keeps looking through that middleton one and um, and you know there's many forms of education but what you guys all spoke about was the actual work at school but i don't necessarily think that's the biggest learning curve you have at school i think like we t- we talk about other countries that necessarily don't have the same structure as us. Do they do they get a tougher upbringing or a less of an education because they don't have a structure or because their education system isn't as good? I.e., they don't have the qualifications or they've not put um, time or infrastructure into it. You know what makes it different to the education we have? I think the education we have is is very good because you know we get to like make friends and stuff like that. I think the, these things are really important. Like I know Fraser like. He struggled probably like mixing with girls when he left school because obviously yeah, he went to an all boys school. school. So it's, it was it's a really good example. It was, it was a bit. You feel like you're sort of in your own bubble in a way. And when I came out of that, it was like at first it was it was sort of a big shock. Not that I couldn't talk to other people or this that and the other, but <laughs> it it was a bit of a shock. So obviously, you're so used to speaking with someone like I'm so know, used hey, to being. You probably learn to speak to your friends and yeah, family like, and I, male. But and I think I think you would agree with this. Obviously, for me, I I felt like grammar school helped me in a way be able to talk to a wider variety mm, of people. Definitely. Like I could talk to mature. CEOs or your top top people, yeah. but I can also talk to just your normal people because that's who I spent 
well, that's who I always spend all my time with. But I can like turn that so I think side on in a way. Some of that you got some yeah. of it from school and some of it not from school. Yeah, so some like, of it's from school. Some the sc- that, stuff but... you got from school, I think like grammar school, especially your grammar school, like geared you up to being like executive level, talking to like directors. Yeah, they're always very, very like, keen on education. Very, yeah, and it was how to speak to people, presentations. It was. Yeah, you know, definitely. your school was very geared on that, and I think that's fantastic. I think that was very yeah. much. I, like, I loved it. Very I loved progressive. School. I I went into school a few times, like just to kind of. Just watch Fraser play sport and stuff like that and just watch how the teachers interacted with him was very interesting like, mm-hmm. I was a coach at the time and I just wanted to see how the PE teachers interacted the coaches interacted everyone it was a much different a- atmosphere than like what I would class as a normal school mm-hmm. when I worked for Lancashire for like six months as a cricket coach like I went into schools and you saw a huge difference like there was this school in Blackburn that was what I would class as a very deprived school. And the the level of education was probably no different to Fraser's school, but the way it was delivered was different. And I think the number of kids they had in the classes made a massive difference. Like obviously, Fraser, how many people were in I, your whole year? I think, I'm not sure my whole year, but I think tops in a classroom would have 20 kids, that's it. Yeah, absolutely. Maxwell, Which, like, you look, at, you look at some normal schools and it's... Ridiculous. Well, the school like, in Blackburn, I had to like do a PE session with forty to sixty kids. It's impossible. And how many would be in your PE session? Well, you're twenty. You, your class. 20. You would do it in your class. Yeah, you wouldn't exactly. do it in your year group, like some. Yeah. Like we would do some things as a year group. Like we'd have a, a lot of time on a Friday mm. for like three periods at the end of the day where your year group would go out and you'd all play footy or rugby yeah, yeah. or whatever. And they do. They, they were actually very good for trying to get you into sport. Although some kids obviously didn't like that. Yeah. So you get them ones who just sit there. But the ones who, like me, who loved it, it was great for them because it gave them something then to work to towards the end of the week. Because everyone knows that Friday feeling when you're in school, you'll be like, yeah. just down. It's the weekend. Bored. You're, thinking, you're thinking about what you're going to do on the weekend and all that. But they sort of got you concentrated by going, yeah, but you get three periods off at the end of daylight. You're chilling. Yeah. You're great. Just do this little bit of work for half an hour and you're chilling for your rest of your day. So I felt that, for me, at school was great. I, I think that that's quite important because that that's showing like a level of trust they have in you as well. As, as that's a young, real world, isn't it? Well, that's, that's the thing. Yeah. How many times, and I, I used to hate this, where um, you'd get up and like the bell would go or something. You'd get up and then the teacher would go, that, that bell's for me, not for you. <laughs> oh. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's and, it, and it's an like, attitude and a respect. Yeah, yeah. or it's like... The makeup and girls thing, or like it's uniform. I've got to think about that. Like it's just petty in a way. Y- isn't yeah, it? because I think to myself, yeah, sometimes it is a bit overkill. Like I've got, I've got two two cousins, thirteen and sixteen. I might have got the ages wrong there. So sorry. Um, but when like, <laughs> but when Keisha, the sixteen-year-old, I think she's about seventeen now. She, <laughs> when she was young, like a lot of her friends would wear like the shorts a little bit high, mm. and you could tell they'd go into school and get like crap for that. Yeah. Whereas, well, my sister used to have it when she was at school. Though, the head, the yeah. headmaster would walk round and she'd have a like, ruler. <laughs> yeah, she'd literally yeah. walk round with a ruler in her pocket. Your school was quite strict, though, wasn't it? Oh, that? yeah. We were, they were really strict on uniform and stuff like that. Like, the presentation-wise, they were very, very strict. If I was which I think... think paying for it, as, like, yeah. your parents were, like, I would want that strictness. I, I think, yeah. looking yeah. back... Obviously, when I was there, I was thinking, oh, this is just a pain in the arse. It's petty, this, that, and other. But now that I sort of look back on it from an outsider point of view, it gears you up for the real world. Real yeah. world, because who wants to go into an interview with your tyres you did like massive at the yeah, top yeah. and all that like 
Yeah, top button undone, shirt untucked. It's gearing you up towards that. I think, to be fair, I'm, I'm slightly backtracking a little bit because I think when it comes to uniform and how it's presented, I don't have a problem with, in terms of I'd, I'd rather than be strict because like you're saying, if they're going into a job, you'd want someone to be suited before going to an interview or going to yeah, like, definitely. something mm. like that. Mm. But when it comes down to people's haircuts, like I got my head shaving for something religious and I got yeah. like, my mum got basically fine, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And I'm well, like, it's like, like they'll kick you out for a day. It's like, how's that going to help yeah, the kid? Like that, for me, I just think someone's haircut won't change my opinion on them. But it's also yeah. like tattoos, and we've spoken about it. Yeah, I know. Like, I know. Yeah. Gam wants a tattoo. Obviously, I have tattoos, and when I looked at Lancashire, like they made me cover them up. Yeah, uh, things like that. Like Nate, what, what? What was your school like? What was you? Did you have any issues with it? Did you have any was, issues with school? Like, it was pretty chilled. Like the the head teacher or the teacher who would be on the yard, you'd you'd hear it now and again. But it was never it was never like really strict or anything on this. To be fair, our school, I must say, was pretty like. Good with stuff like that. We yeah. obviously you'd hear it. They'd be like you'd you'd hear the teacher say, like pull the skirt down, or something like that, yeah, like, yeah, something yeah. like that, something on that line anyway, or take your makeup off and stuff. Something, yeah, something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? Did you get that a lot, Dave? Yeah, I heard that a lot all the time. Natalie on the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the haircuts I had at high school as well. Yeah, as bad as this one. <laughs> yeah, lot down. <laughs> Yeah, it's I think it it's one of two things I think. I think it's more or less uh the student trying to become unique and learn about themselves. Yeah. So obviously me, I I'm just gonna go off me. So um when I I had like a short haircut, but I wanted a short haircut at that time and then I wanted to grow it out, so then I had a long haircut, but then I went really short again and like they didn't like that. They yeah. they weren't really short, yeah. but they had an opinion on my haircut, and I was just thinking, why does it matter to you? Yeah, they well, shouldn't be. How's that going to It's not going to stop me from putting pen to paper, is it? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get that. So I kind of feel like it's hindering uh, students or younger people becoming more unique, and I feel like it's getting a bit better because you're starting to see a lot more. Like, especially with all the LGBTQ and all different stuff yeah, like that, it's yeah. starting to become more prevalent. And do you think it's like a generational thing then? I do. Yeah, I gen- yeah. genuinely think it's something... So do you think in 40 years from now, teachers won't be as bothered? Or do you reckon there'll be more creativity allowed? There'll be, be definitely more, more creativity. creativity. I, I saw that when I was in school. Yeah, I, because saw, that. I, I saw that with yourselves as well. I, we, well, we had... When I was in school, we had two headmasters over the time I was in. So when I went to secondary school at year seven, obviously, after about two years, we had a new headmaster. But the first headmaster was a reverend. So he was very, very strict. That was interesting, though. He, he was really, really nice guy, but he was very, very strict. Yeah. And obviously, the way he'd been brought up. Assemblies. The been and, yeah, yeah, obviously. And he was, he was, I don't know, probably like, probably late 60s, 70s. Like, mm. he was an older guy. And the new headmaster we got in was a bit young. He was fifties, um, and he was actually he actually played basketball for England, so <laughs> right, perfect okay. for me. So, um, but you you saw after about a month of having that new headmaster, how things were changing, how little little things that this old headmaster would pick up on and absolutely rinse you for. 
like detentions, after schools, all sorts of stuff, that the other headmaster wasn't so bothered for. And I think that was obviously the age difference and the way they've been brought. So I think that comes into it a lot of obviously your your staff that are there. Did, yeah, did you ever hear it? Because like my mum used to say it all the time. She was like, she always used to say like, in my day or when I was at school, this yeah. had happened if you you stepped out the line. Yeah, and obviously things progress, don't they? Develop, and I think like so in twenty years, forty years, whatever it is, like we all think that schools will be more lenient on these things, a bit more freedom. Like what what sort of age? Like did you? Well, first question: Did you enjoy school? Yes or no? Nave? School? No, not really. Um, college. College, I loved, I, I, I will 100% say to the day I died, college was the best years of my life. College to uni was the best years of my life. I, I met so many good friends. I think it was the most social aspect. Mm. One, because the topic that you're studying, mm. you're, you're with people on the same wavelength then. You yeah, got, it's something you've decided yeah. on as well, isn't it? That, that brings up something that I was thinking of. Do you think kids should be allowed to pick their subjects earlier? Like, I'll pick what they want to learn. I think well, that's, a very, <laughs> hard, that's a very hard one. So you just said school was much better once you picked your subjects and you it were was, interested. But I still feel like you, you need to learn. You need that base knowledge, yeah. that okay. wide so We all agree knowledge. that, is it the history you need to learn, the religious studies? Yeah, everything. English, still just, just, to be, just to be open to the world, oh, well, I feel like you need knowledge. to know certain basic stuff, which obviously the subjects that you don't like teach you. Mm. Okay. Like, at some point, you have to do something that you don't like in your life. I, like, I just think because like I'm, I'm so my my younger one of the cousins she had to pick her options probably a couple of years ago mm. and I'm thinking about what she was like at that age mm. if she was in year seven and then got said right got to um, sorry high school and said right pick your options I don't think she would have picked the same as options as she did because no, she's because she's loved other oh, subjects. You picked that. I still picked up. <laughs> but like I picked, I ended up doing history, which for me, when I first went into secondary school, I really wasn't too keen on. Mm. But I picked it because of, well, it was between it that, it was between that or geography, and I was useless at geography, and I was only slightly useless at history. <laughs> and but it helped. What what really swayed my decision was the teacher, and I preferred that teaching style and how them lessons went in comparison to the other so I chose that I ended up failing it but <laughs> you're not selling this yeah I know but I feel like you need to go through the other subjects to find out what you do enjoy yeah. because obviously okay. at a young age when you first move in at, se- at year 7 you don't really yeah you don't have no an idea, idea. Like, world, like, no idea no so again yeah and A did you enjoy school school no college, college loved okay. because I think so with with school I'd had kind of a tough time where partly I was bullied through a bit of school so that wasn't probably brilliant for me and plus I was all um, I was in the bottom sets for pretty much everything mm. so it was like people are constantly telling me I'm almost stupid yeah. when I'm not I'm just flipping lazy and I was at the time and that's just the difference but then when I got to college um, I did fairly well in my first year. Mm. I didn't do well in my second year, but my grandma passed away midway through my year, so yeah. that knocked me for six. But I, for like Nate said, for the social aspect, I made so many friends in college, and like I struggled with that in high school. Yeah. Whereas I got to college, made loads of friends, did subjects that I actually really liked, and I and still mm. now I actually got something out of doing like my business course. Yeah. 
Yeah, I loved it. What about you, anyway? Because you're asking us. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I love both college. I love uni and I love school. So I was very, very fortunate that I had enjoyable experiences. I think I coasted probably a little bit too much through school and pretty much through all of education. Just kind of like went through it. It was e- it fairly easy to me. came yeah, fairly yeah. easy. Studied quite a lot in year 9, 10 and 11. And I, to be honest, when I went to college, it was kind of, I was ready to stop education. I yeah. probably should have had a gap year or something like that. But going to my school was like a gap year, like Fraser or Project. Yeah, but it was great. <laughs> it was, I, I went to probably the weirdest college out of all of us. Mitch Fraser pretty close. Yeah. We had to go to Old Trafford every day and learn, which was quite an interesting experience. Mm. Technically, me and Fraser were like... <laughs> Fraser's not about that one. Well, basically... No, but it's the Old Trafford cricket. So it's, not oh, the football right, okay. for the ones who are oh, thinking right. that. No, it's, it's Old Trafford. Uh, they obviously, like, for the cricket studies, which was a very re- new course when I went. I think yeah, it was literally I think it was the first year that I went. It was, the like, the first time they'd done it. And, like, it must have been quite a coveted course because we had kids from, like, Wales come in, London. Obviously, I lived in Manchester. Well, so I just jumped I've never tram. heard anywhere else do it. Yeah, exactly. And we, uh, it was by accident that I found out about it. Like they, they came to my school, my my school came to my school, um, and we had a game of cricket against them. And obviously they were really good. And they were they were just like they asked me afterwards, do you want to come and play cricket at my school? And I was like, ah, yeah, go on then. It was actually Rich Dearden. So anyone who knows him, I, I, I don't know who that is. Legend Sorry. Crazy guy. Legend of the game. <laughs> and a legend of the game. He's writing his own book at the moment. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I really enjoyed it, and the college course was crazy because it was all about cricket. Like we went in every day. We did a, we did our level one in ultimate frisbee. Did our level one ultimate. in oh, God, that was, that's, that's level small. one in rugby. <laughs> level one in cricket. Level one in football. Level one as a PT. Wow. They don't do that anymore. No. Level two. Is it just level P- two? No, yeah, stru- level two level is a fitness two. instructor. Oh, and then right. I went on to do my level three as well, which obviously Bo's standing in good stead today. Yeah. But at the time, I was just like, yeah, we'll do whatever for the module. You had to literally pick something for the modules. Mm. It's cha- I think it changed a lot of phrases. Yeah, it's, it's very different now where we didn't, we only really got put through our cricket level one for coaching. We could have done level two, but I didn't bother because at that point it was second year college. And I already knew that cricket as a in a coaching aspect wasn't something that I was going to go into mm. because for me I feel like there's no point. Like I'll be, I'll, I'll be, yeah, I'll be straight up, it's loads and loads of hours yeah. for no money. Which kind yeah, of annoying. Which makes absolutely no sense. <laughs> Deck loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I, love it. I love doing it. Like, I I, we've coached together. We've coached together. Um, I, I've, I love doing coaches. it. I am an amazing coach. I genuinely think cricket... I'm probably slightly better cricket coach than I am PT. Would you agree, Skip? Or would you say I'd go with that. I'd go with that. <laughs> that should be a testament to how good I am at cricket coaching. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. But, his head growing. I know. No, it's <laughs> very rare that I dig myself. Um, but it stood me in good stead. Stand, stood me in good stead? Yeah. It stood me yeah, in good stead. That's right. Uh, <laughs> it's been good to go forward because like just I was just open to do anything and I think you just learn that's a good way aspects. to be as well I learned from rugby and like a lot of my best friends were playing rugby at the time so it was fantastic I learned from other sports like so like some of the games that I play like handball and stuff like that I got from my handball level one qualification never going to use it no uh, but it was quite handy when I went travelling that when I went to Sweden we had a game of ultimate frisbee and I know how to play <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it was quite good frazzle yeah yeah nay enjoyed school Love school, loved college, love uni. To be fair, like <laughs> Same as me. 
Yeah, um, I think it helps. But I'm pretty easy going and just. Yeah. I definitely was the same as you. I definitely coasted through school. Yeah. And sort of coasted through college in a way. Yes. If it wasn't for my lecturer, then I probably wouldn't have passed because I was just that chilled out and just didn't want to do too much work. I just wanted to do the practical side of it. Yeah. Um, but obviously, thanks to my lecturer and he was also my head coach as well. He made me do my work and like I'm totally thankful for it because it got me to where I am now on to the uni course but for me obviously it had changed from because I did the same course that Deck did at college um, but it had changed slightly so obviously yeah quite a lot really um, so we didn't get put through all loads of different course. qualifications we had the one qualification in coaching and that was really it Um but we still, you still mingle with the other sports as well outside of your course, because obviously quite a lot of people live there. So you're all in blocks together, having a laugh together. That's so, a great experience as oh, well. Going to my school, living there at sixteen, like, 16, oh, like yeah. I knew one person. Yeah, and for me, that's totally outside my bubble. Because yeah. from, from a grammar school, yeah, because I, like, I was, yeah, it, yeah. I knew the same people from um, kindergarten, kindergarten as we call it, very posh. <laughs> that's what I was saying yeah, it didn't say all it. the way up to when I left school at 16 um, and all of my mates stayed on for sixth form but I was like nope yeah, not I'm for me phase. I, went, no, I was like that, my that, that is college, I, I would have I would have hated college if it was I if bet I had you two had up. friends didn't you that went to your college wait which college did you go to no I were unsure oh, so I went Newman so obviously it's not too dissimilar where I'm guessing from our both our schools the catchment is yeah. sort of yeah. I I didn't really sounds weird but didn't have many friends at school mm. I only had like a, two solid good friends yeah. that I'd, and they went to Newman and yeah. so I was like in a yeah, no. I was a small fish in a massive pond so yeah. I was just like oh right I'm going to have to make friends here or else I'm screwed yeah. so I was just like <laughs> So I did that thought process because as a kid I never thought I need to make friends. Like, did that thought process actually happen? You got to college. Yeah, and went, literally. I, I need yeah. to make friends. I, my main my main thing was I have to enjoy this course, or I have to have friends to make me enjoy this course. Because mm. when I first started college, I started and I didn't have a I didn't have a clue what I was gonna do. So yeah. I literally. <laughs> I'll tell you the story actually because I I walked into Runshaw Cottage because I had the taster day so they were like what are you going to do uh, and I went um, what's your course and they went sports science I went sounds good I'll do that he went have you, really, have you, went, have you even read the, the module book I went no but it sounds quite up my street he went have you have you done PE and it's at school and I was like yeah, I did it. Uh, I enjoyed it, so I think I think I'll do it. Sounds about right. <laughs> I bet they looked at you like, "Oh my god!" I, well, what? he ended up being one of my, um, obviously one of the lecturers that oh. I, I was on um, <laughs> on the, the B Tech yeah. course, and he went, "I've actually seen your face before," and I went, "Yeah, you saw me on the taste today." He went, "Oh yeah, you were the kid that didn't know what you were doing." And I went, yeah. <laughs> and we had to we had to go because on our first day, so obviously we'd got to run show now. 
on on our first day we had a two day holiday sort of thing to get everyone an ice yeah yeah yeah. 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 Everyone is that, yeah yeah so we went ponting so the probably the oh wow ours was oh bad. you went oh, oh ours ours was like just at my school like no go and find the Adelphi we, we just yeah. played cricket for two no. days we went ponting the probably the worst place I've ever been in my whole life <laughs> walked in and I knew one person from a different school because I played footy with him in the past so I chilled with him all the time literally jumped onto his back and uh, said right you'll be my friend all holiday <laughs> so don't leave me. I was like please don't leave me so um, <laughs> it was me and him and we were in a room with a load of Southport lads and so like I'll still I've, I still know them today like they're really good lads and um we were, me and me and uh, I was I'll say his name Jack we were in his uh, we, were, we were in the room together and there was um let's think there was six of us and there was four beds so I looked at Jack and I went where the bloody Eloise <laughs> <laughs> why were you the smallest well I was small <laughs> yeah. no, I was I was the smallest oh, the fittest right there well <laughs> Jack's like six foot, six foot two and I'm five foot nothing nothing <laughs> at, especially at that time so still are yeah exactly so um I went I was like we ain't we ain't sleeping on these beds you know and, <laughs> and so we had to get another room so it was literally me and him all this time oh, I got yeah. to know I didn't even make a friend until the second week of uh, of because and then we ended up being in different classes. So I was oh, like, oh well. my god, screwed. I'm screwed. <laughs> so did that I, deliberately. Yeah. I didn't make friends uh, until the second week of uh, college, and then when I did, like I still I'm I still best mates with most of them now because we went to uni together. But yeah, we've got a solid group of lads. Like all of us from college, like there's probably like eight of us that are really close together now. Good. Like so. just being in the same class. So yeah. It has, it, like I said, like, it, I think it was that big thing of, like, just pushing yourself into that barrier. Like, obviously, I knew I loved sport, yeah. so obviously I went down that road. Like, such a you thing, though, that day. Yeah. yeah that's that, that <laughs> such a me thing. Like, <laughs> horizontal. Yeah. I think that's quite a sporting person yeah, thing, we, though. We, you just go, sport, yeah, I'll do that. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I didn't... But obviously, Gad is a bit different, because he's yeah. in your uni. Yeah. So... For me, it's a bit weird because, like, like I said, I don't, I don't want to be deep, but when my grandma passed away, I, I, I struggled, like, a lot for a good six, seven months. Mm. So I basically messed up my media studies, my A-level, managed to pass my BTEC business with literally, um, I think I was still doing all the modules from January up two weeks before mm. because it got to, like, is it a like, parent-teacher night and my business teacher, Moira, told my mum, like she was like he's struggling and then my mum had not recognised it because she was struggling as well and it was like a huge thing so by that time as well I thought well I'm not going to uni because I've not done anything in January to like enrol and do all that I didn't know what I wanted to do but it didn't help that so I've got four cousins that are older than me that all went to uni or did something uni based so then and two of them that I'm both close to, Kieran and Shaker, they'd be like getting on my back saying, just go to uni, like you love it for the social aspect. But then I kept thinking to myself, it's like eight grand like a year, is it eight or nine? Nine. Yeah, nine. So nine grand At a least. year. And I don't come from a, a household where we can afford that, even with the rest of the stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, I just, yeah. Do you know what's funny though, guys, just to click that on that, the year I went to uni, it, the first year was three and a half grand. Oh. That's how old I am. Oh, wow. Old, old. That hurts me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm still going. Because obviously you pay for the two years, so you yeah. have to sign up for the two nine year. Yeah. Wow. Nine grand. I think mine's got slightly cheaper. I think it was seven and a half on it, Fraser. It's not anymore. 
Is it now? Definitely nine now. Alright, no, no, well, that that's the thing though, because I, I got to a point where I'm like, I don't know what I want to do in life anyway. Like mm. me me at eighteen coming out of college was so different to me at twenty four. What was the difference, is it? Uh no goals in life. Right. Didn't know what I want to do. Had no drive at all. Would any of us disagree that that was us as well? Yes. Uh, no. I, wait, what? Would, would you, you agree? So we've got a list that again, Gan. So, um, what no was it? Goals. No, no goals, no drive, um, and not no. knowing what wanted to do in life. Oh, was oh, that you, Nave? Yes or no? Yeah. Uh, did you not just listen to this one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when going to uni, was that you? Mate, when going 18. to uni, I had, I had to get one of my lecturers to change one of my marks to get me into uni. Because I failed so badly in the first year, I passed everything, but I didn't get a distinction. So no. I had to get, I had to redo one of my last papers. Oh. I literally redid four sentences, and he literally looked at it like this. Like I'm literally just looking at my yeah, hand. Yeah, this. Yeah, I can't really. Can't see. Yeah, you can't really do this. Explain how that works. It's a microphone. No one can see. I can't really do this podcast. But um. He literally looked at a blank, like a nothing had changed on this piece of paper, and he literally just went, "All right, we'll put a dissertation yeah, mark on it." Do. Got me to uni. And I was, I just thinking to myself, "Do I even want to go to uni?" Like that was my first thought. Like, why have I just done that? So you had no goals. To I didn't. On, yeah, I didn't right? have anything. That's crazy. At all. Is the same? Yeah. Yeah, to a certain extent. Go on, where... then, what was the extent? I sort of knew what I wanted to do, as in I wanted to... What did you want to do? So, I wanted to personal train or some aspect like that. And I knew that, well, there's not a course of personal training at uni. And in a way, when I finished college, I was sort of done with education. I really didn't want to do anymore. But I thought, well, I'm not really going to go walking into a job. I've not really got much else to do in my life, so uh, why not? Yeah. And for me, the S&C course that I went on, obviously, was brand new. First time I've ever done it at my school. And they came round to us cricket lads and went, we know you lot quite like the gym. Do you have a look at this? Brand new. You'd be first on it. My like, school's very like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, yeah it's a lot of just... Well, yeah, have a look you, at that. You know what you had to do UCAS? Like, I remember... Oh, I, I, was I, my... I let my lecturer do it. Yeah. The funny thing is, he, we were all, we were yeah. all, yeah, we, I was, oh, we were sat in this classroom with, I think there was ten or eleven of us on my cricket course in my year, and we all sat in this room, and our lecturer sit, sits in front of us and goes, "Right, boys, look, we really need to get UCAS done now, or else if anyone wants to go to uni, it's going to be way too late." <laughs> then he goes, first thing he goes, we're all like, oh, can you not just like do it? It's a pain in the ass. Like, we're really struggling. <laughs> and he goes, well, if you lot can't do this, you're struggling with uni then, aren't you? Because this is the easy bit. And I was like, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, come on, let's just I, do it for me. Eyes was very similar to that. So I, he came into us and he was like, oh, guys, because this cricket course has been so successful at college, we've, we're launching a, a university version. So obviously oh, we were okay. the first year at college. Then we went, we're launching the university diploma, paired up with UCLan. It's in Preston. I was like, oh, that's a bit of a mission. <laughs> so, <laughs> 20 minutes down. <laughs> None of us would do it. But then they were like, come on, guys, like, what are you going to do? And then we were like, all right. So we were all having a look at UCAS and a few of us were thinking about it. And then in the end, we, 
he was like, our tutor was like, oh, we'll, we'll do UCAS for you if you agree to go Maesco. So we were like, all right. Anyway, he never even did the UCAS. We just, we just ended up at Maesco. Yeah. Oh, so that's, that's the level Maesco nice, is at. <laughs> but it was the first year of the class so they could allow things like yeah, that. Yeah, and yeah. to be Get fair, seven of us from the, and there was only 14 of us that went to this college course, seven of us, so half of us, went on to do the uh, degree. Right. So it was crazy. It was that's so good. Like, to be fair, five out of mm. the 11 of us mm. went on to do this S&C with, I think, two more going on to um, sports coaching. Yeah. Because Did the cricket any, any fold... dropped out? Because uh, we had a couple drop out after one, a few months. I think one. Yeah. That, I think one. I think that's, that's like, dropping out is a scary thing. And expect- it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard decision. Like, I've yeah. thought about it, but I've sort uh, of gone, well, I'm this deep in, what's the point? You know what it is as well. Like I've had, I've had two friends that went to uni when obviously I would have been going to uni if I wanted to, and like both of them dropped out. And like it was like a bit of a thing where I, they came out. Sorry, mate. Sorry, mate. Um, they came out like I think after the both their first years, mm. where it was while they were at uni. I was working for a year. Yeah, I worked all the way through uni. I worked all the way through school and high high school. I had to. Uh, uni, like college, uni, I worked all the way through. Yeah. And I actually left uni after two years, worked for six months, went travelling for six months, came back and had to do it through the night. So I had to do one day a week, but it was so easy to do the last year. It was just a dissertation. So right. literally it was like a two-hour lecture um, on a Wednesday night. It was so easy to do the last year. Like It was scary how easy it was. You, I think we only had to do 16 lectures and you just had to submit a dissertation at the end of it. And it was a, it was like it was just a top up year, so it was so easy. Yeah, I, it yeah, it was over two years. So you had to do it top up over two years because it was at night. So, but it was really easy. Like I said, sixteen lectures in the first year, you didn't have to go in the second year. So it was so easy. My score was ridiculous how easy it was. But this, to be fair, this was for you, Clan. It was funny because like me and you have obviously had a conversation a lot about this because like. Um, because my cousins all went to uni and everything and they all did it. Mm. And then I used to think to myself, even after... So I left left my first job, obviously, being in the job I'm doing now for five years, obviously just changed roles and departments and whatnot. Yeah. But then I just like... I was thinking to myself, did I do the wrong thing by not going to uni? Yeah. Like, because everyone else has got this life experience. They didn't get the work experience I did in that in no. the, the, those years, but they got a life experience out of it. I think everyone's different. I think every us three here, correct me if I'm wrong, would all agree that going to uni was a great decision. Yeah, I yeah. 100%. Yeah. Definitely. But more so, not necessarily because it educated us, and this is where the fact like you were just talking about comes in, I think more just because it gave us a chance to grow up. Yeah. It yeah, gave yeah. us a chance to get experience. I know for me, like now, I always say, university, I didn't really learn much in terms of what I do now, even though my course was related to it. No. I would say I learned a lot more from being in the industry and self-taught and just basically like finding areas I'm interested and going and learning them. And a lot of the time I was actually correcting the lecturer because I just did so much research into certain areas. Don't get me wrong, most areas I was like, I'm not bothered about that. I'm not bothered about that. I would not do it. But some areas I was absolutely nailing and like I was like, no, they're wrong. Like I remember when we were did like our top up year, it, you're not allowed to do it in cricket. So we I did it in S and C just because it was easy yeah, yeah. at the time. And I remember we did like it was a, a snatch and it was so poorly taught, like it was ridiculous how poor it was. But even if you argue with like Phil at the time, he was just like 
this is just how they want it done. That's yeah, yeah. I, I've just done. So I've just done the module on where you have to teach either a clean and jerk or yeah. a snatch, and you get a piece of paper, an A4, and it's literally just a full piece of A4 paper, and they want you to recite it. Yeah, it's just coaching points that you have it. to go through. Yeah, the yeah, guy it's, could it's be UK snapping FCA. his back, and he could have been flattened under the bar. But as, as long, long as you say said, these eight bullet points, you're okay. It's an, honestly, it's so bad. And this is one of the reasons I, I said to Nath about going doing a Masters, I don't know how much you'd get from it. I think the things yeah. you'd have to look at would be who's the lecturer, who's who's what modules are there, and what do you want to learn? Because obviously your Masters, you tailor it into such a niche area. Yeah. Mm. It, a master's is if you want to write journals. So like if you want to go away and like write your own journals on certain stuff and do your own research and yeah. obviously get a PhD in it. And that's why I've looked, kind of looked and compared mm. uh, the master's to the UK SCA. Mm. So that's another great like accreditation. Well, what is that? I'm sorry for... No, so it's, um, it's the... It's like the yeah, it's just like, oh, the, right, okay. it's like the gold standard for like... The board SMC. of... Yeah. I would say it's fairly poor standard. Yeah, right. but, for, but it's recognised. It's quite hard to do. Recognised I think it's quite hard. Everyone who... But look at it. My lecturers way. who have done it have said it's quite hard to do, mm. but... It's literally you're just doing it for a piece of paper. Yeah, it is. Like, so like uni in a way, you're doing it for a piece of paper. It is so frustrating. Because you're not... Insane. I hate that. You might get accredited, well. accredited, sorry, uh, but it's like... It doesn't necessarily make you a great coach. Yeah, no, yeah. It's like, it doesn't you, teach you how to coach. It well, just teaches you information. Mm. We're, we're going to blow more smoke up him. Tom, take Tom, for example. Mm. He probably coaches better than most people I've come out of uni and done like strength conditioning. I'd say Tom's developed though. I wouldn't say. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd say like a coach needs to have like a lot of natural attributes. So like Nate's natural attributes is he's great with people. Yeah. Where yeah, Tom wouldn't say he was fantastic with people, but his passion, his sheer passion, knowledge, and understanding of his craft make him amazing at what he does but he has developed those people skills where Nave perhaps needs to develop that side and he but he is developing it so I think everyone comes from it from different angles but some people are genuinely just not good coaches overall like they've got to have one or the other you've either got to have a raw passion knowledge and an unbelievable work ethic for it or you've got to be a people person I think Fraser's like probably a good balance of that as well would you agree Skip? Yeah, I'd probably agree with that. Um, You've got a good knowledge. Yeah, my, my knowledge. Yeah, exactly. I'm just literally, I wouldn't say that uni has taught me too much. It has taught me, don't get me wrong. Like, I've learned a lot of new stuff, mm. but I could have done that just by Googling it. Yeah. Because that's literally yeah. how I, I'm not gonna lie. That's, oh. how, that's how I've done the last two years. <laughs> well, like, I've literally just googled everything. As my is. That's, I think that's a lot of uni, it. to be honest, because my uni. Would you like My. Uh, to be honest, like he was, you were really recent. Was yours? Yeah, was yours? Like, did you have exams in your course or not? No. no. See, yeah, because well, no, yeah, we did. We had exams, but we only had it in one year. See, so, I didn't have any exams. We, I've exams. not had so one exam. It's all assignment based work. Assignment. Yeah. So, like so you, say, say you do a yeah, basically you do a month of learning, and then you'd have four assignments to hand in for each of your four subjects. Yeah. It's like that. That's in, almost being in, in about. Schooled, it's, no, it literally is. But the funny, fair. the thing is though, we obviously sat through these lectures, and a lot of it we just had a bit of a laugh, a yeah, bit of a yeah. joke. You're laughing with your teachers because they're all that's sound. Because you only had, I had two lectures. That's it. Like, I had one. Literally, that's all we had. So we have one guy who's literally, it's literally. Well, you get that. Who's literally like your best mate. Like I've had a couple of bad lectures, but. 
But they do change them every now and then, so it's fair. Right. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> they might not have been good at teaching, but they're like my best mate. Literally like my best mate. We didn't learn much. He went, oh, this is what you're going to need to know, by the way, lads. Um, and then we got to the week where we need to write an assignment. We get night before and we're thinking, probably start this. And then it's just a case of just Google everything. Are you emailing me sending you links to follow? Yeah, literally. literally. Walk you through your assignment. Gan, do you feel like you missed out because you didn't go to uni? And if so, what did you miss out on? Okay, so I'd probably say, if, if, you, if you asked me three years ago, probably yeah. Because I'd only been at my... So old are you now, 24? Yeah. At, at 21, I think I thought I did. Mm. Because I'd... In the matter of a few months when I started the work I'm in now, mm. I'd, the friends group I had from college who were all the same age as me, we just stopped talking, all of us. And it was a collective decision. It's it's fine. So then I started hanging out with my cousin more. And they're all like 30... Between 30 and 39. Wow. So that's, they're obviously a lot older than me. A lot of them I've known since a kid because they've been friends with my cousin Shaker since a kid. So social aspect, yeah, I think I missed out a bit because I, th- I kept, we used to go on nights out sometimes and I, and I used to see like people my age on a night out and I'd be with all these 30 year olds. And then I, I used to think to myself, am I missing out? I'd, I'd, I'd question it, but am I really? No. Mm. I, I, missing out on a load of debt. That's what you mean. That, that's out. what I mean, and I think that's literally uni in a nutshell. <laughs> well, the, I think for me now, I, I don't think it because I'm in a career where I'm clearly doing well. I'm gonna be obviously I alluded to it at the start that I'm gonna be changing roles where I'm gonna have to be doing like a degree basically yeah. in accountancy. So I'm getting all that, and the business is going to pay for it. Yeah. So I'm not gonna have that debt. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like I've I've done it differently to most of my cousins and like it's weird because part of me so it's like a cultural thing for us as well like at my grandma's house there used to be like a shelf where everyone that went to uni they were there with the gowns and the picture was up there yeah, on the shelf I've got that in my grandma's yeah. house so it was one. growing up yeah, I'm getting on there <laughs> <laughs> got but, one year left can I make it <laughs> the thing is though like as it as like 14, 15, like, getting to that point where I'm thinking of even, like, going to college and uni, I kept thinking to myself, oh, I'm going to be on that. But then now I'm like, I don't care if I'm on it because I don't have the debt that all my cousins have. Well, just address the debt. I don't think it's really debt. It's not. It's not. No, it's not. But you know what I mean? I mean, it comes out more into, like, 30 quid a month. Yeah, I think a lot of people do big it up to be, like, this massive, massive chunk of income that you get taken away all the time when it's really not... If you look into it, so I've right. I've got a thing because I was speaking to someone about this, like really, like quite recently. So we were talking about people that go onto courses that aren't anything to do with what job they might go into. So, for example, going into like the philosophies or something, or doing history at uni. There's like, jobs in that. Yeah, there is, but but it's very limited. Yeah. Amount of jobs. yeah. Okay. So this person was saying they don't see the point of it. It's just stupid because they're not going to get into it. Whereas something like nursing or accountancy, they can get into quite... There's like a... There is a I place there. I think that's there. an older way of thinking though. I think them parts are more creative. And it, well, I sort of agree with him though in a way. Because I would say, for me, being on the S&C course, I could learn a lot better actually being in a gym, 
and doing it that way instead but, of actually sitting down. So I think learning. you're looking at a very short-term view. Those courses of accountancy started off the same way as your course has started now. You just said that was the first year my school have run it. The first year someone ran an accountancy course was probably just as poor. And over time, that needs time to develop and grow and get better and better and learn what students need and want and how's best. You know, in 10 years' time, your feedback might be, you know, every year they need to 120 hours of practical gym-based uh, learning. And mm-hmm. that's what's going to take development. Yeah. Would you say you're going to send your kids, would you ask your kids to go to college and university? Or would you tell them they're going to college and university? How would you deal with that? I would more likely sway towards it being their decision because there's so many get off preference. the get off the fence Fraser no because if you I, I I like the way that a lot of my mates now who are obviously outside of my uni mates yeah have done apprenticeships and that yeah. that way I like that I think that's it probably is. the way the world's gonna go yeah I, I think I'd agree with that because they're learning on the job they're getting Meeting new people, meeting faces, I think that's a massive, massive thing. You're meeting your potential it's, clients. Exactly. It's, me, it's For me, it's something that my dad and granddad both say, that it's not what you know necessarily, it's who you know. It's a very Manchester thing. It's a very <laughs> Manchester, old-fashioned sort yeah. of thing. But I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen it. Even coming through school, Like I, I've met a load of different people coming through school, like different coaches and, and different bit different backgrounds and I have used that mm. to get where I am today and the, the thing different is, experiences. What I do want to say, that quote has bad connotations to it. It does, doesn't it? But yeah. it, it shouldn't because mm. it all it is it's we networking. Are those, so I think, yeah, when you go to network, yeah. You, yeah. It obviously got, it obviously doesn't mean you don't decorator. need to know anything. Yeah. He's but, the best decorator, you know, he's the best plumber and stuff like that. But he doesn't necessarily need to be that, oh this guy's really good at developing this web marketing software. You know, it could be anything like that that you're developing. Naif any like how would you approach it with your kids would you want them to go to college or uni or kind of like Fraser just let them out let them kind of I just want I think the big thing I'd try and get out of them is do they have a passion in something and if they do go for it like Mm. it's your world like at the end of the day so like even with me for an example like like I said that first day at college and I said I'll do that course because I love sport like of course I'm going to do something in sport like I love sport for ages so it was it was easy for me to just go. Oh yeah, I'll do that course. Yeah. Like I'd rather my kids say do that. So you think they overthink it a lot? Yeah. Sometimes. Lots of people do overthink it because they want to be like, oh, what am I gonna do in the future? Like, just do something that you love. Like, yeah. I think you'll usually find your way. I think yeah, you'll usually find your way. Obviously, yeah. I went to college and uni expected to be a cricket coach, and I love cricket coaching, but I just love PT as well. So you know, and it's just the path I ended up going down. I love it probably more than I do cricket coaching. And that's why I stayed in this industry, you know. So exactly. I think you don't really know what you're going to do until you experience yeah. those jobs. And I, if we could say, like, what is your biggest learning curve you've ever had in your life? What's the bit, one big learning curve? If you could say the best like, education or the best learning curve you had in your life, what would it be? Um, probably doing bad in, in school and so college. Yeah, I think... I didn't necessarily fail any subjects or anything, but because I was... Yeah, because I was almost bottom sex in everything, mm. it was just almost like, when I came out of it, like, I'm not like, if, if you met me, you wouldn't think I was in bottom sex for anything, would you? Oh, no. 
Fuck war, yeah. don't give me that. <laughs> but how's been nice. <laughs> but I, I just think I learned so much from that bad experience that I had, where yeah. I was always last at everything, and whereas now I'm not like at work. I'm seen as like a kind of front runner at my age group. Yeah, you're quite jobs. young, then you're quite high up in your job. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, and I, I go back to like me, mum spoke speak about it all the time, where. My mum didn't go to uni either, so it was that was like a bit of a thing for me. But she's in, she's quite high up yeah. at, at her yeah. grade. Yeah, and she's done tremendously well. But like, it took the grade I was at last year. It took my mum eight years to get, and it mm. took me four. Yeah. So it, my mum used to say to me, she was like, "That's well. yeah," and like that was a big thing for me because I was like, "Well." I must be doing something right, even though I had that bad experience. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably say that. Frazzle, what was your biggest learning experience you've ever had in your life? Mm. It's hard, Pat. It's, it's going to happen now in this podcast. That's his learning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, I'll, come, I'll come back to him. Um, Dave? Why am I? That's a big question. It's a very deep question, Dave. The biggest learning curve you've ever had in your life. I think, I think being more... Either being more assertive with education or being more, like being more passionate about it. So like, like I love it. Nate's all about the passion. I am because like now, I I thrive off it. Like I want to be the best at what I do. Like and I won't be the best if I don't educate myself or don't do the research or don't spend time with people. I I I want to be the best. Like I don't I I don't see it as a competition with anyone else. I'd like to help everyone else. Like but I want to be the best want people to Will come it? over to me and see and ask me stuff and that, I, that's such a good comment yeah, like, I love I, that. I, like at uni first year I'll I'll be completely honest I'd probably turn up to about 40% of my lectures yeah. I saw her as a DOS and I'd, I kind of tra- stayed in that like process because Mind. at the time I didn't really see uni as something as a, an educational thing like I saw it as like a lifestyle. And I a, think a lot of people in the UK see it like, like you yeah. have to go to uni. Yeah, you have to go and to I college. feel like yeah. I feel like that's taken away from the uni thing. You go to uni to be to do something that you want to do in your career. Like at that yeah. point in my life, I didn't see that. I didn't see. That. I think that's the wrong mindset. I don't think people should be going to uni. No, I think and this this that should be the this, this is this is where I. What was that? Like I went to uni. And I just went because, to be honest, I just went because my mates were going and uh, oh, it's right. nothing I'm saying, I seemed like a bit, I didn't like know. Pe- people make them like, want to go to uni because of a job at the end of it. Yeah. And I don't think that should necessarily be the primary reason. No, no I'd agree with you. It could be a not. reason. But, you know, you might just want to, I love the people who go back to uni who just want to learn more about subjects. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, like, when they're like 40 and they're like, oh yeah, I just want to yeah. learn a bit more about horticulture. Yeah, 100%. But like, <laughs> I feel like, what, you have to I, say this later then. I, Sorry, I, Dave. I don't have a clue what that is. I know. I don't really want to find out even. But, um, but yeah, like... Throw I, me under the bus then. <laughs> I, feel like, um, I feel like that was a big thing for me because now I'm completely different from yeah. that person. Like, you can ask any day, yeah. trying to educate yourself, getting books to read, yeah. educate yourself in every area of your industry. So you are definitely following your passion, trying to get better. And Fraz, you, got, you found your... <laughs> Yes, So for me, it's sort of the same as Nathan, where my granddad said to me when I was thinking about uni coming to the end of college, he was like, obviously, you need a certain amount of 
work ethic, as we talked about. Yeah, yeah. Last podcast. Last podcast. Just gone out today, 5pm. <laughs> Um, <laughs> plug it, plug it. <laughs> today <laughs> that's just killing me two weeks no, but he, he said that you need to put a certain amount of effort into everything you do but don't put effort in if you don't enjoy it mm. there is no point because it, you're just going to be miserable that's the biggest learning curve so for me be having that enjoyment helps me get so much more out of what I'm doing so I learned quite a lot from that. So again, that's going to move back to passion and what Nate said yeah. in his 14 minute solo before. That's amazing talking about long to think of something to make. Go on then, Deck. Uh, so this is the last time I'm yeah, doing yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, I'm holding the game. All right, are you ready, guys? So, I have three. Oh, oh, God. We only said 14 minutes and you got three. Come on. How long is this going to be? No, in all seriousness, I think I learned a lot of lessons from sport. And I know we talked about a lot of work ethic last time. Yeah. Um, like ups and downs, teamwork, failing, winning and losing. I think being te- like learning how to win and lose is so important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd say that's probably like the third biggest lesson I've had in my life, like just playing sport in general. Right. Also, like getting better at it as well, like and not being the best. And second biggest lesson: taking a risk. You know, whether that be taking a risk on yeah. oh, starting your business, starting a different job. Like I genuinely don't see the problem in someone going right. I'm going to go and work at this job for six months. It might not be their career, but just go and work there. Like Try we it. we had to do. Do you remember when we were growing up? We had to go and paint, didn't we? Oh, all the time I still get dragged into it in here no but I mean like, <laughs> yeah. you're yeah, I got sacked because I was rubbish yeah. yeah. <laughs> about 12 yeah and like we used to have to go and do stuff like we had to go and put insulation in and we yeah, had to go and put trees I love those days wonderful like, stuff I absolutely love those things because it taught me fun. so much and we had such a good laugh yeah but like you say that's a big and risk it taught us work effort yeah exactly like for a kid to do that yeah exactly it was literally just we well, would disappear all day yeah they'd be like oh you extra money at the summer yeah, we'll give you 20 quid to like yeah. work all day. Because my dad has uh, rent houses out. Um, yeah, lots of houses. Yeah, so we would literally <laughs> just like, we would just go and like, yeah. we had, one day we had to go um, trim a bush down. It was so funny. And we I, ended up cutting through the wire of the bush cutter. The, it was like a and we were like, had half oh of this course. remember like, taping the wire back together. <laughs> but you learned these skills as you yeah. really electrocuted yourself to death. But the thing is... You have that. Well, <laughs> oh, I was about to say, I was about to barely what I say, but you learned from that, and that's a risk that was worth taking. Nah, I, I, had to, I, had to, I had to use it last week. But I'd say the oh. biggest lesson there, guys, was like, I, I was reading in a book when I was 21 about going travelling, and it said, like, you know, the biggest lesson you'll ever learn in life is spending six months on your own. And going travelling, I spent six months on my own. And I learned more in those six months than I ever did at school. Like, just literally walking around in random countries. Like, I spent, like, a month in Zagreb. Like, I did, like, uh, Reykjavik. I did, like, four or five places you, you in Germany. You realise, Thailand, uh, you've, all sorts. Like, you've just, like, advertised for part three of your podcast. <laughs> I'm just, like, putting it out there. Yeah. So, if, if you want to hear that, 
like, share, and all but that. Basically, <laughs> that's how like success was invented and stuff like that. I was traveling and like I just literally yeah. writing like I've got books and books and books of me just writing when I was traveling and like. Did you do journals then? Was that yeah, what you were doing? Well, we weren't just journals, but it's like random ideas. Like I've got like drawings of like clothing I wanted to do. I've got like drawings of like a gym I wanted to create. I've got drawings of like charities and stuff like that I wanted to make and logos and stuff like that. Like there's just so much I did while I was traveling. It was the best experience I've ever done in my life and the biggest learning curve was the most part I came back with just an unbelievable drive and work ethic that I'd like was crazy do you think that sort of links to the thing that well you said it and you say it quite a lot in the powerlifting you say it to LJ a lot yeah, all the time the um, enjoy being uncomfortable oh, sort of enjoy yeah. being be comfortable in, in uncomfortable, uncomfortable positions. So basically, guys, like you one time I got off the train and, and when I first day went to Zagreb, I got off the train and I couldn't find my um, hostel. Anyway, by the time I got there, it was closed. It was like 12 o'clock at night. I had to sleep on the street. Like, that's quite a chilling experience in a country you've never been to before. Yeah, you could have got mm. stolen. Yeah, like, exactly. We could have not been having this conversation. Like, and, and like, I stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> Like, picked him up. <laughs> I was in Prague and like you've probably like I think everyone has been in Prague. Uh, I've not. You know, you have, it's lovely. You? But <laughs> another place where you go on the boats, Nate. Yes. Yeah, and you go to the island in the middle, don't you? No, I've never done that. <laughs> no, you know where the boats and they've got the island. In yeah, the I do know what you mean. Though. Yeah, so I went on there and like I just fell asleep under a tree and I woke up and there was no more boats. So Amazing. again. I'm just staying on this island. Oh, you stay. <laughs> yeah. So like that, like <laughs> experiences like that. that. Yeah. Experiences like that were like just very chilling. <laughs> like other things like, like I ran out of money while I was there, like because I didn't exchange the right money. Like you know, I took too much stuff with me at first. So I had to like you had to decide like what you're getting rid of. Like I brought a tent with me and stuff like that. I like camped in Germany for a month. Like you just learn so many like experiences. Experience is probably the most important thing. That's what I would say. You enjoyed that experience. I did. I didn't enjoy all of it. I was like, going to say was, that sounded horrific. There was some. There was some, <laughs> lonely, there some lonely spells. Like I think six months on your own. Where like when I camped in Germany for a month, I couldn't speak to anyone. Like Fraser will tell you, I didn't do any social media. Where I went. No, literally, I, I lost, spent six literally months. Literally lost contact. I got time. a postcard when he went to Reykjavik. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was it. I got you. Yeah, I got a couple of postcards. Yeah, I think got a few. I think got one from Hamburg as well. I've only got that one though. Well, no, did you I've feel like that first. was like a bit of a cleanse for you though? Yeah, hundred percent. Like I got off social media. The only things I posted on social media was when I went to I went like so I, I went on coaching classes and I went and trained at CrossFit gyms oh, and other right. gyms. I learned so much because I knew I wanted to do something in a gym. Mm. I just didn't know what, so I just carried on like going to all different gyms and I learned so much. I like exactly. I knew when I came back the exact vision of what my gym would look like. See, I know we've touched on it like a little bit in this, and like education isn't just flipping going to uni or going. No, it's, it's taking risk. It's picking your options, living with those options. So sometimes you make a decision, and it teaches you to live with that decision. Because yeah. sometimes it might not be the right decision. Like Fraser's gone to uni. A lot would argue that's not the right decision, but some people would, and that's you know it's his decision at the end of the day, yeah. guys. And like I, we, I asked all three of you about what would you get your kids to do. Ultimately, I'm the same as you. I would got them make the decision. I would probably encourage them to go to uni, especially if they don't know what they want to do. If they yeah. didn't know what they want to do in life, like Fraser, I really, I would I say go to uni because it's just so cheesy. But they always say find yourself, don't you? You saw, so, I, it's I so true. It is so true, and obviously. I don't know, I didn't know. Getting comfy. <laughs> you saw that, didn't you? Hey, um. 
Guys, does anyone else want to add anything? So that was about 16 minutes, that's all there was, wasn't it? Star of the show's got Guys, thank you very much for joining me on today's podcast. It was fun. It was our longest one. It's definitely anyone... past your bedtime now. It's way past <laughs> Quarter past ten. Wow. How long do we reckon the podcast is? About our... Are we putting a Caspers on this? Oh, hey, he already owes me one. Guys, we're hour seven go. minutes. It's an hour and two. Oh, that's oh. oh. nice ready, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. See you.